Some of you may be familiar uh, with a television character. Some of you may not. Uh, it was a pretty popular show many years ago. Uh, but this character, Dr. Gregory House, it was a show called House. Some of you are probably, yeah, familiar. For those of you who are not, uh, you can find it on, I don't know, one of the streaming services most likely. It is a show about a doctor who is pretty rough around the edges, wouldn't really do things by the book every once in a while, but he was very sought after. And his specialty was diagnosing diseases where other doctors couldn't figure out what's going on. And so they would send him to this guy for those who lived in that region. Um, and he would have a team of doctors who would investigate and try to figure out what's happening to the patients that would come to them. And it would be sometimes the craziest things. And you get to a point where, just warning if you watch it too much, you might find yourself sneezing and thinking, oh no, something's wrong. <laughs> but there's something that I think we could, maybe many of us, maybe not all of us, can relate to in that sense of, you know, if we've been to the doctor and they can't figure out what it is, then they usually send us to a specialist. And if they can't figure out what it is, then we get sent to maybe a more regional medical center where there is like a special thing for that hospital, like Shands or, you know, a larger hospital. But anyone who has experienced that knows the terror that usually comes with not knowing what's going on or waiting for those answers. That, that fear that can come. Well, that's what it was like for these people in the gospel when they have something as simple as a fever. They didn't have what we have in terms of medical technology, knowledge. So for them, a fever was just like us going to doctor after doctor trying to figure out what it is. Right nowadays, we can take some Tylenol, maybe a pill, hopefully it breaks. So you think of the fear that is in Simon's mother-in-law's mind by what's going to happen. Don't know what this is or what's happening. And so then the Lord comes in and there's this one line here that people, many people can tend to just breeze over. He approached, grasped her hand, and helped her up. So these three movements are the basis of the spiritual journey. So first, the approach. She encountered Jesus. It was Jesus who came to her, not her to Jesus. When some of us probably can recall a time in our life when we don't want Jesus in our life. When at some point Jesus is going to come to you with a challenge. And what he'll do is he will hold out his hand like he did with her. He grasped her hand. Now many people would read this as he held her hand and he pulled her up. But that's not what happened. Right? To help somebody means that they initiate the start and you're just there to guide. 
So it was the mother-in-law that had to make the move to actually get up out of the bed in the delirious fever that she had. The Lord didn't sit there and pull her up. He was fully divine, but he was also fully human, which means for him to do so, he would at least need help. But that's not what happened. And so he helps her up. She initiates the movement. And it's the same for all of us. The Lord can approach us, hold out his hand. It's up to us to make that next move. He gives us that freedom on whether to push his hand away or to really take it upon ourselves to say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get up. Right? She wasn't healed before she got up. Jesus helped her up. Then the fever left her. And so it's not until she is up with the assistance of Jesus that Jesus allows the healing to occur. It's in that space between laying in the bed and getting up that is the hardest part of the spiritual life. And believe it or not, that is most likely where we're going to spend most of our life in that space. That's where a lot of the struggle comes from, a lot of the doubt. And so this gospel challenges us to be prepared for him to approach. Because he won't do it once, he won't do it twice. Thank God for us. We are fallen creatures. He will come to us as many times as he needs to, to wake us up. He holds out his hand at all times. We're the ones who are stubborn and think that we can do it on our own. Think about it. Last time you were sick, did someone offer you their hand to get out of that bed you're probably laying in for maybe a day or two? How many of us would have been like, I got it, I got it. And the fruit of what Jesus offers follows next. She waited on them. So as in her healing, she is then driven to provide for whatever is needed for her neighbor, food, water, shelter. And part of living the gospel is to not only recognize these first stages, the approach, the giving of the hand, the courage to get up out of the bed, but then to go and bring it to our neighbor. And not just other Christians, other Catholics, but the person who lives on your right and on your left, the person who is in your dorm hallway, the person you see in the elevator. Now, some of those may not be opportune times, but they're watching the way we conduct ourselves, our attitude. And so this week, the gospel is really challenging us to really look at those areas of our life that are suffering from a fever, those areas of our life where we need to have the courage to take the Lord's hand and get up because the healing will come after we rise. Wait for his approach when he offers his assistance to become aware and for that courage. And what is it that gives us this fever? It's the sin in our life, the lack of charity towards others, towards ourselves. This is why the Lord came, because from here, he goes out and he cures all the sick, various diseases, driving out demons, and he brings the apostles with him. 
and they re-energize by going to the deserted place to pray. Without prayer, none of this will bear any fruit. Sure, the sacraments will lay the seeds of the grace, but one's own personal prayer is the water. And so let us water what the Lord gives us this week because he wants to help us. He wants to love us. He wants to help us make that movement so we can stand before him and be healed. Remember, she gets up and then she's healed. Right? She's healed when she's standing face to face with him. And that same is for us, face to face. That's all the Lord wants is to look at us and for us to look at him. It's that complicated and it's that simple at the same time.